<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Let me ask you something. Anybody uh, worried about their business right now? <laughs> A little what's, bit. What's little the bit. female version of Captain Obvious? Queen uh- Obvious? Yes. Mistress obvious. Okay. Successful <laughs> companies know faster growth requires the right tools. If you're doing two, ten, hundreds of millions in sales, NetSuite Oracle gives a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR, customers, and more all in one place. God knows we all need to pay attention to our business right now from work, from home, anytime, anywhere. Hello, that comes in handy now. NetSuite, the number one cloud business system. Right now, get your product tour and free guide, six ways to run a more profitable business. We need every tool we can get right now. Go to netsuite.com slash voices. That's netsuite.com slash voices. Now on with the show with Rosie. Do I have a ball? I don't have a ball. <laughs> <laughs> She's got balls. Yeah. Hey, ready. <laughs> happy, happy hour. Rosie O'Donnell, bitches. Come on. Quarantine's What's gotten up? better. <laughs> Live from New York and shit. Rosie O'Donnell's here. What up? How are you? This is so exciting for us. I just peed a little. I just peed a little. This is... Well, yeah. that's why they make Depends undergarments. There you go. <laughs> this is so exciting. Seriously, we've been wanting to get you on the happy hour forever. The, this whole, now everybody's still, you stole my act. You did your fantastic show from your basement. Yes. <laughs> For Broadway. That's right. <laughs> this is my life. You. It was so fantastic. And now, wait a minute, don't tease us. Because I see a headline. Rosie O'Donnell, uh, hang on a second, talking about relaunching her talk show. What? Are you? Well, because you know, they called they called after that and they were all saying, oh, look at all the numbers and all the press. And, yeah. you know, I would love to be able to do a show that was online on YouTube, free to everyone without any kind of big corporate overseers so that you could yeah. say what you want mm-hmm. and what you feel like that show we did just from the house where people were not in hair and makeup. And, yeah. you know, I think when we come out of this, there's going to be a shift in who are the valuable people in society and maybe break some of this crazy celebrity driven, you know, nonsense that, that we've been in for a while, kind of by the cult of celebrity, you know, and now these nurses and doctors and grocery workers, they're the heroes, you know, they're the ones on the front line and, you know, worrying about wall street every five minutes doesn't become so important. Yeah. It was it was fucking fantastic your show as you know you you still got your fastball girl from uh, from your show from League of Their Own you still yeah. got your fastball baby 
It, yeah, at 58, it's hard to believe. <laughs> We're the same age, man. It, it's, I, you know, I got to say, and as usual, you're helping people because people don't realize it's not just stars on Broadway. It's all the people that, that keep yeah. all that going. We're all in crisis. So God bless you. You raised a ton of money. The show was fantastic. Thank you. It was all Eric Bergen from Madam Secretary. He called me up and said, hey, I got this idea. If I can figure out the back end, all you'll have to do is go in front of your computer and talk to your friends. Yeah. So he, he really deserves a lot of credit for putting the whole thing together. Yeah. And you, I love what you said about possibly doing some version of your show. You said, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think in times like this, people crave nostalgia and they crave to feel good. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, you said, who knows what form? I love that you said they called you from Colbert to say, how did you do that? I'm like, right. well, we've been doing our show from our basement for years with guests on Skype. Right. You're like, how hard is this? Yeah, it's an app. It was StreamYard, you know. It was an app, so it wasn't that hard. But, right. I mean, everybody can do it. Anyone can broadcast from their own home now. You just got to, uh, you know, have some entertaining content. Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. Content is king and all that bullshit they always say at show business meetings. But, you know, right. I, I love what you, what you said, too, because we're finding that, too, because we have you right now. You said everyone's willing because, first of all, everyone's free. Everyone's home. <laughs> so no one can right. bullshit you. They're like, no, you're not busy. You're not shooting. You're not doing anything. And someone you talked about that uh, <laughs> you that probably Barbara Streisand will come on if you do another one. And I was I was laughing the food chain for for us. Like, we're going, oh, my God, we can get Rosie O'Donnell. You're like, oh, my God. I can get Barbara Streisand in her pajamas singing, Papa, can you hear me? Well, you know, she was going to supposedly call in and then it got so late. And yeah. and then she sent me a beautiful email when it was over. So that was Aww. very sweet of her. Aww. You know, I'll never be able to remove her from that place of idol worship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, never. Rosie, I... I don't even know where, you know, it's so funny. I love that you sent me Rosie's Wikipedia. I'm like, oh, really? Multiple Emmy winner? I was not aware of her career. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's so, what I remember is you were like one of the most high profile, biggest victims of Donald Trump's bullying a long yes. time ago. And just for speaking truth about him, just for saying what everybody in New York knew about him. Well, from what I picked up off the Wikipedia page that morning before I entered the view, like, you know, he... <laughs> He had just sort of shamed that, that woman who was the teen Miss America because she kissed a girl. Right. And because she kissed a girl, he was saying that, was he going to forgive her or not? He held a press conference and, you know, like he was giving her benediction or something. And it, it really was so sexist and misogynistic. And so I said, you know, why do the kids these days, like he's the moral arbiter for, for children's behavior? The girl was a teenager. And um, it really pissed me off. So I said some facts about him, that he's not a self-made man, that he went bankrupt four times. Things that are proven true. Everything I said was true. And he went crazy for literally a decade. Yeah. Yeah. A decade, yeah. Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah. But the most so, personal, vicious, just, and how does that make you feel when it did, you know, it didn't matter as much it was personally hurtful but now you're seeing him call the governor of washington a snake and he's calling governor's names in the middle of a life or death fucking pandemic you know he's seriously mentally ill really seriously mentally ill and um he's incapable i believe of ever having compassion for anyone who doesn't remind him exactly of himself um so i i you know when he was ragging on me i you know told howard stern one interview 
listen, I'm never in the world of Trump's people for it to like, I'm not like walking around at CCAP, uh, you know, or whatever that yeah. congressional converse conservative thing is. I don't, you know, they're not my, my peers. They're sort of fantasy kind of illusionary people. They're, you know, he is Mark Bennett's, Mark uh, Burnett's con creation. Yeah. And he's all, he's all, he's always been smoke and mirrors from, from day one. And if you grew up on New York, in New York and you saw his planes repossessed off the LaGuardia runways, you know, in the eighties, you saw he was a joke in New York for the last 30 years, yeah. you know, I, until that show came on. Is this rumor true that you are uh, working with uh, Michael Cohen on a tell-all book about Trump <laughs> and uh, visited him in prison? Well, it's true that I visited him in prison. I sent him a letter the night that Trump was impeached. And I, you know, I knew that when all that stuff was happening with me and Trump, that it was not Donald Trump sitting there making up the names and calling the inquirer. It was Michael Cohen, you know, mm -hmm. and here he had finally turned and said he was going to testify against him. And, they, and he ended up doing that. You know, I wrote him an email that said, I find myself thinking about you, that he's the one who told you what to do, and he's the one who is still president and you're in prison without your wife and your family. You know, I just want to know that whatever you did to me, I forgive you for, and thank you for, for waking up to him. People in his cult don't wake up. You know, people like Fauci and this woman, Brex, Dr. Brex, yeah. like she seems to have drank the Kool-Aid to me. We, you know, think, we, think, we think she's going to turn into a pile of scarves if her soul yeah. dies at the next press conference. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And even Fauci finds it hard. So the man who's the number one man in the world in this, he is even afraid to, spit, to stand up to him. Yeah. I don't understand it. I really don't. I never felt like, oh, I'm so afraid of what Donald Trump is going to do. Um, I don't know why people give up their whole essence. And in front of him, he has like a cult leader's power. Rosie, speaking of prison, do you think there's going to be karma? Do you think he will end up in prison where he belongs? Yes, I do. Yeah. I do. I think we will write this wrong and we're starting to now. And, you know, what's happened with this pandemic and his woefully inadequate, nearly criminal behavior, his lack of, of foresight, his lack of, you know, basic common humanity to take not take the world the who tests you know and you know damn well that was him trying to make some money off of it because that's what they are he's just a grifter you him, know him, him keeping deliberately keeping the testing down because he wanted the numbers low for his re-election at what point rosie is that a criminally negligent homicide when we get to the end of yeah. all of this well his talking about easter is is exactly that is criminally yeah. negligent homicide if he does it and you know, I just pray that all these governors stand up to him and and all these school boards and, and all these little municipalities that can make their own, you know, state sanctioned rules and that not have him interfere because, I mean, he shouldn't be given a platform to speak every day. No. I, and thank God, Rosie. Did you see MSNBC and CNN just today said they're following NPR's lead and they are not covering this live because they said we can't fact check in real time the number of lies. And that right. you are you are literally killing people. He's suggesting experimental drugs. He's giving people lies and dis disinformation. I mean, you said recently you said 
There's tremendous confusion. It comes right from President Trump. It started with him saying a hoax, a Democratic hoax at this level of crisis uh, that he would choose to go that way. I mean, he's really such a disappointment to so many people on so many levels. You said when we get through this, we have to make sure this never happens again. We're looking forward to a time when the nation has a leader they can trust who doesn't lie to them. Um, And you end on a hopeful note. You said in November, I think Americans will use their voices loud and strong. I just have to hope they let people vote by mail and we don't hear this bullshit that, well, we can't have an election now because we're, uh, you know, in a pandemic. I don't think the Constitution will allow that. He's going to go for that. You know he is. He's he's touting that he's a wartime president every five seconds now. You know, he's going to try to use whatever means he can. And, you know, I have my... um, my suspicion and doubt about, you know, ulterior motives all the time. I mean, he makes a joke about the deep state. He is the deep state, you know, he is the, uh, the, what's wrong with, with government and, and with the corrupted human soul is evidence right with him. Yep. You know, Rosie, I find myself thinking about you a lot because I've said this, we, we both have Catholic school in common. We have a lot of things in common, (laughs) but, uh, Although I was not homecoming queen, I did read that in your your <laughs> class yes, president, class president, homecoming queen, uh-huh. and most popular girl. And you, and you were just Miss, Miss Congeniality. I was only runner, fourth runner up, yeah. Miss Congeniality. But listen, <laughs> it is shocking that your home can be stolen this easily. Let me share a true story. Deborah learned that brutal lesson when thieves found the title to her home online. Then they forged the documents to appear she sold her home, but she hadn't. Then they borrowed thousands using her home's equity. Deborah didn't know she was a victim until foreclosure notices arrived and an eviction notice followed. She spent a fortune trying to get her home back. The crime is home title fraud, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. The best advice for avoiding a title fraud nightmare is to protect your home with home title lock. And no, neither your homeowner's insurance nor bank protects you. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock does. So first things first, find out if you're already a victim of home title fraud. Register your home at HomeTitleLock.com and enter SAVE for one month of free protection. Again, enter SAVE for one month of free protection at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. But I think I find myself thinking about you, Rosie, because I, I've said this before, whether it's Catholic school or what, I, I've never hated anybody. I, I hate him. Yes, like, I, I, and I don't I can't imagine what it's like to not just experience his meanness as a nation like we do, but you personally. Yes. <laughs> right. And yes. to have to have your children have heard all that. Well, you know, they've heard all that. And it's since they were little kids, you know, because, I mean, my oldest boy is 24 and he's a Marine. Yeah. And he, uh, you know, he remembers coming home and saying, Mom, there's some guy on the radio named uh, Dump Truck. He literally <laughs> said that. His name is Dump Truck and he's saying mean things about you. I'm like, well, I told the truth about him and he got a little mad. But no matter where we went to yeah. eat, to the sports place, to the, yeah. there, every single channel, the guy managed to get on like ESPN and HGN TV and like he went on every single platform to, you know, eviscerate me and call me names and, and do all what he did. And it was allowed. Yeah. None, none of the, you know, reporters, none of the David Letterman's who gave him time. None of those people ever said to him, whoa, 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 what are you saying? You know, yeah. no one ever did. And I expected the National Organization of Women to come out and say, this is you cannot 
do what you're doing, you know, yeah. and no one did. And that was the shocking thing to me. Remember that, kind of, remember that moment with Megyn Kelly? I'm sure you do. But when he thinks that's funny to go, only, only Rosie O'Donnell, only called Rosie O'Donnell those names, like, that was okay? Like, yeah, even though that was every, not true. But. And then everyone laughed, which was the harder thing. Yeah. Right? Only Rosie O'Donnell. And this laughter from the, you know, the Trump gang, it was like, whoa, you know, it was very shocking. It really was. And it was relentless relentless yeah. so way, when he got elected i thought to myself get ready america because he's about to go screw you too yeah by the way i hope you corrected your son and said it was dumb fuck his not name is dump truck <laughs> say it with me president dumb fuck yeah my little one i have a seven-year-old believe it or not she always says to me every day is he in jail yet <laughs> <laughs> life, at rosie, life at rosie o'donnell's house <laughs> right where is he hiding? Is he hiding in the basement of the White House? Why can't the police find him? I'm like, they're getting close, honey. They're getting very close. I don't know why I hear like cartoon music and like cereal and then your Betty Rubble voice. Like, <laughs> no, honey, not yet. But he... Oh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but it will be soon. <laughs> it sure will. Um, we just got to get Donald Trump to clean his neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I laughed over your Betty Rubble dude again. Oh, no. Yeah, it's so I gotta get, you know, it's much <laughs> higher. It used to be so much higher. Now it's like a little bit like Lurch, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cuomo's doing a good job in your state. Oh, right? my and, God. Do you, do you often go, is it because Donald Trump is so fucking awful or is Cuomo or does everybody just look so much more like a leader and better in, in relation? But he's amazing. Well, He's amazing and he brings tremendous comfort. And, you know, when you try to run out of the room as quickly as you can, when Trump has one of his pressers, you know, you you run towards the TV to listen to Andrew Cuomo. And the way he has set it up, it's so organized with him and a quarter of the screen and a big printout chirons of exactly what he's saying. He stays on topic. He stays on point and he's comforting, reassuring and humane. You can feel his humanity as he's talking about his mother, who he loves and doesn't want to get sick, and his daughter, who is sick, who is quarantined. And, you know, you feel like he's a mishpukka. He's one of the family. Yeah. And I, how about stuff just like that? Like, hey, we need the ventilators. Then when someone else does, I'll make sure personally they get there. You're like, exactly. oh, that's leadership. That like, what the fuck? Why didn't Donald Trump think of that? Right. Yes. Or, or why doesn't he think of anything? Why is he not using he wants to be a wartime president and he won't use the defense? What What are we stockpiling ventilators for? Is there going to be something exactly. worse than this? Right. Right. Is there a zombie apocalypse coming that he hasn't told us about? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, well, he wouldn't even know about it because he doesn't read any briefings. I saw you retweeted the Internet explodes as Fox's Britt Hume says it's entirely reasonable to let grandparents die for the stock market. I mean, do they think we don't remember them talking about death panels and Obamacare and deciding when old people die? And now they're literally saying it's that's OK. Yes, absolutely horrifying. It's chilling, you know, and it's the, the kind of lack of a heart. He has no heart, the guy. Yeah. He he really is an anomaly. I mean, he's like got some severe, you know, those dolos shrinks and doctors that you must have had on from duty to warn, you know, that their whole thing is that psychiatrists aren't supposed to diagnose people in any kind of public forum without knowing them. Well, the thousand top psychiatrists in the country got together and formed this duty to warn, 
where they have a duty to warn us just how mentally ill that man is. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. And now it's everybody's worst nightmare that now this is a real crisis. And now we have this fucking lunatic that, that I mean, just watching these press conferences, you're like, are they still not talking about 25th Amendment? I know. It's where else could you use it besides here? When he said April, because Easter, because it's beautiful. We have tests. We have tests for everyone. Beautiful tests. Yeah. Millions of tests. Every day when they come out and they spout these numbers, it's all bullshit. The nurses are crying all over yeah. YouTube. Did you, know? you, did you see who just tweeted it's bullshit? Our friend Kathy Griffin is in isolation here in L.A. She can't get a fucking test. And she's rich and famous. She's like, it's bullshit what he's saying about the testing. She's in isolation, and she still can't get a test. And so he's on, you know, more testing than anybody. So many testing, such a beautiful test. And yeah. that, that's why it's like, if you're not going to challenge him, then don't air these fucking things, these, these, you know, disinformation fests. You know, and the things that get me is the way they push it off that it's only old people. And let you read the obituaries for it. You read like a 38-year-old principal teacher from a yeah. school in New York with no comorbidities. She, we just had know, someone under 18 die in L.A. It's, it's, yeah, that's bullshit that this is only, it is so deadly, Rosie, and it's so contagious, and it's nothing like the flu. I mean, it, it, yeah. And to compare it to car accidents, it's such a ridiculous phenomenon that, you know, he thinks that he can re rewrite history with his own lies. You know, he can't. He won't even admit to the things he said two days ago, 20 minutes ago. He's suing to get this this commercial off the TV that's just him talking. It's him, yeah. things he actually said on tape. Exactly. And we just keep retweeting that. Everything he hates, yep. retweet. Yep. I know you were a Warren girl like me. Uh, you were yeah, Elizabeth totally. Warren. Yeah, me too. But I mean, we're I don't know what happened. Like, I, it was like she was getting all these crowds and all of this enthusiasm. And then was it her medical plan? Was it her... Yeah, and, and now apparently we now apparently we can afford two trillion dollars, right? But but you know everybody, I, I Rosie, I think it's misogyny. Like she got held yes. to a different standard. I think people freaked out that she was doing so well, and it, I feel like I saw a lot of the same misogyny we saw with Hillary, just getting yes. held to a different standard. I agree. Yeah. And now, who do you think Biden's going to choose? I think it's going to be Kamala or Stacey Abrams. What do you think? Me too. Same thing. Yeah, probably Kamala. I think you think Kamala. Ooh, well, that, and that was she was my original between I, her and Elizabeth was my original. I yeah. just think she'd be so much. She'd do so much good as an AG, Attorney General. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she'd really clean up the Justice Department, which needs it right now. Yeah, a lot of people. Right, but people will will say Stacey doesn't have the experience. Yeah. You know? she hasn't She's, really held office in that major gov like governorship that she. Yeah. was robbed of yeah you know? yeah so there'd be some uh, karma in that but but uh and also val demings is being mentioned um she's fantastic yeah, yeah. From, she did great on the committee from florida um so you are I, I i feel like people like you that are actually american treasures need to be somehow there needs to be some rbg bubble wrap that you should be encased in or something are you taking care of yourself are you yeah you know i haven't been out since um yeah. like three weeks ago i felt i fainted um, my blood pressure medicine was too low. So I was going up the stairs and I fainted and I landed on my face and I got yeah. stitches. And this was right at the beginning of yeah. schools closed. Yeah. You know, so I was in the hospital for one night and I thought, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. You know, yeah. it was, you could feel the fear that even though they didn't have a lot of 
corona cases at the time. Now the hospital's overwhelmed. Yeah. You know, we're not even at the peak of it yet. Yeah. So now, it's going to get so scary. Because I was worried about you when you had a, you had a heart attack. And you were, are you feeling okay? Are you feeling... Um... Yeah, I go to the, my cardiologist every three months. Yeah. She's very on the... She's like, you're not dying on my watch. So I went there and, you know, made sure that nothing was heart-related with my fainting. And would they think it was the definitely the medicine. But, you know, I'm doing the best I can. My son is at the grocery store every day working. Oh, and you know i know like yeah. i'm proud of him and i'm also afraid for him and for the you know us in the house because he comes home and leaves his stuff in the garage which is my art studio then goes upstairs then puts it in the wash you know there's a whole um protocol that we do but it's terrifying to have someone in contact with that many people yeah. you know he's strong and virile and 20 years old and he really does feel like he's helping and he is and um, every day I tell him it's, you know, you wouldn't be considered a chicken if you decided, you know, you want to stay home, honey. But he's like, no, mom, I'm feeling fine. And I I'm, I'm glad he's brave, but there should be a mommy is a national treasure exemption for <laughs> tell him to come in here so we can tell him about mommy. <laughs> they definitely don't think mommy's a national treasure. I can tell you that <laughs> he came home from he came home from college and said to me, Mom, there was this baseball movie that you were on and you were talking like some like weirdo and you were like a teenager. <laughs> oh. like, have you, I have, was in my 30s, son. Have you Skyped with Madonna in her bathtub during this? Uh... <laughs> I've Skyped with her, not in her bathtub. But, uh. <laughs> you know, she's had a hard time on her body. She's got so injured with this tour. Oh. She, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so she was... Um, in pain for a while, but I check in on her. Don't worry. People are like, check in on the bathtub, Madonna. <laughs> I, got it. I got it covered. Don't worry. Listen, you, okay. you and I are so old. I remember when I was at Hot 97, Madonna bringing her, her records to Hot 97 every morning for us to play them. And you, I don't know if you remember this still, Rosie, but they tried to hire me and Rosie to do the morning show at Hot 97, and they couldn't and get, they couldn't get Rosie, <laughs> but they got me. No, I did want to do it, but you know what they told me? That it was... Um, 50 weeks a year like yeah. you got yes. no vacation yeah i was like i got five kids yeah. Yeah. you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and let's just say you went on to bigger things i'm still here in my basement but uh <laughs> but honey you're doing the lord's work you're oh. telling everybody what's really going on there oh. there i i don't understand why like when he went off on that female reporter yesterday about her bad question and you know calling her out because she asked something accurate and true that showed him in a bad light I don't understand why one of them, especially not a woman, doesn't stand up and go, listen, you fucking liar. We're not going to take your shit anymore yeah. and walk out. And that woman would have her own show in five minutes. <laughs> yes. Number one. Yeah. yeah. And number two, they have to call him out. There should be like an alarm on the news every time he lies. Eh, yeah. Eh, eh. <laughs> You know, <laughs> buzzer. Yeah, just a. There you go. Um, exactly. No, and listen, you and I are potty mouths, but but that's what I keep saying. I understand you have to say, Mr. President, whatever, but but call him on it. Say the truth. Do the. You know, yes. At least you don't. You, and you. Uh, yes, you and I would say you're a fucking liar. <laughs> but you don't even have to say that. Just when he stands up yesterday and says we're doing more testing than anybody, go. That is absolutely untrue. Absolutely you are completely true. late on testing. B compared to population, we are doing far less testing. I mean, it's just. It's they're not just regular lies now, Rosie. They are dangerous lies that are that are. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, kids, this is some business bull bleep that we're living through these days, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah, it is. Okay.
Listen, the Stephanie Miller Show is lucky that we have always used NetSuite. Uh, Companies like Ring, Hint, uh, all have this in common. They all use NetSuite to accelerate their growth. You need every tool you can get in this business environment, right, just to stay alive, but to try and grow your business to look past this pandemic. Uh, Successful companies know that in order to grow faster, you have to have the right tools, right? Uh, With NetSuite, you get a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR, customers, and more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. Here's the key for now. Run your entire business from anywhere, even if you're working from home. Yes. Oh, gee, I wonder if anyone's working from home. Oh, everyone's Everyone's working working from from home. home. (laughs) So everyone needs to get NetSuite. Get NetSuite. Get covered. It'll give you the visibility and control you need to make the right decisions and grow with confidence. NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system trusted by more than 20,000 companies. And this is before the troubles everyone's on it now the, the yeah. troubles the difficulties schedule your free product tour right now receive your free guide six ways to run a more profitable business at netsuite.com slash voices get going but when this is all over man you're going to be turbo powered netsuite.com slash voices one more time netsuite.com slash voices all right so we, i know because i saw i've done a health reset i have irish blood like you and i stopped drinking and i did a health reset i'm taking Good care of myself you. when did you do that eh, like four months ago but oh, good for you. I, I don't really drink anymore either. You know, it's interesting. I, yeah. I kind of like lost my, uh, my, uh, it doesn't appeal to me anymore. Yeah. Like the other night, my daughter was very upset, my 18 year old. And she was like, you know, I just want to be with my friends and drink white claws and just, you know, have a weekend. <laughs> and I, so I went to the, um, had, no, I didn't go. I had Blakey bring home white claws from Aww. the supermarket. And I went into her room and said, Honey, I'll get drunk with you. She started crying. Oh, <laughs> mommy, I don't want to get drunk with you. <laughs> that made her even sadder. That makes me yeah. feel alone with you. That's yeah. a <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I was, I was happy to hear that you're taking care of yourself because I know it's you know it, it, that, that's the, the main. The only thing we can do is try to stay strong, stay healthy because we we yeah. we desperately, specifically need you on that wall. We need your light. This world needs your light like never before, and. That, you know, that Broadway thing you th- did, it was just that essence of you that you wear your heart on your sleeve and it, 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 you make people feel good about themselves. You make and it just was so uh, uh, I, I hope you do some version of something because we need you. Yeah, I loved I love the realness of it. You know, I don't know if I could go back to getting in full hair and makeup and a wardrobe every day and, you know, talking to the person who has a movie out who's just done other talk shows and. Like, I don't want to do that again. I want to do something more real. And that feeling of home to home, you know, that really felt like the right direction to me. We, well, we've been doing this for a long time. We love seeing people's pets in their homes. And yeah. I saw that you tweeted, uh, Nicole Wallace was like, oh, doing your own hair and makeup. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you tweeted, she looks beautiful. And she's like, thank you, Rosie. You know, but well, you're right. You know, Maybe we're like, going to have a more like, real version of ourselves when all this is done. Yeah. Fuck this we, hair and makeup. and you Exactly. Know. <laughs> I think we are. Because you look at, you know, first of all, people are calling and saying, well, what would the cost be for you to do a show like that once a week? I'm like, zero. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The cost is zero. Yeah. It's like you pay a guy who's the switching it behind the scenes because I can't run the software. But I have your eight dollar uh you know thing for hair. It's called a baseball cap. You're welcome, yes. America. You're welcome. <laughs> and, and I thought Nicole looked so much better without all the makeup she in looked the beautiful. hair. She looks so beautiful and so young. Right. You know? Right. But that's what I mean. People I'm I I think we're gonna find 
the more real version of all of ourselves when all this is done. And like you say, content, just that that stuff was so from the heart and watched in Kristen Chenoweth and all those yeah. great people like, yeah. performing, but like, you know, in their own spaces has been uh, Patty LuPone's like, <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> all of it. Was it's fantastic. I love that. Crazy table for two with a golden voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's been a more like real version of all of us. And I, I, I think that's, uh, you know, especially after Trump, man, like, you know, all these like hopeful things people are sharing. I don't know if you saw the people singing um, "What the World Needs Now." All the you know people are in different boxes. The symphonies are all performing. Yeah. But I thought like you know in that thing about the dolphins and the canals and people can breathe in China again and like what kind of world we can make when all this bullshit's over and Trump's gone. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it has to be a reset. It has to be because just for things to go on the way that they were with. You know, McDonald's not playing, paying their employees a fair wage. McDonald's, you know, America's company, America's junk food, right? McDonald's that we export all over the world. You can't pay a healthy living wage to your employees. It's infuriating. And Walmart and all these companies that get away with so many corporate benefits and treat their employees like slaves that you can't make a living or support a family on that. And this big check that they're going to send everyone, $1,200, give me a goddamn break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and by the way, you say that as, I think, the owner of the largest collection of Happy Meal toys in the world? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we since have sold them. <laughs> but Times are hard, man. <laughs> times are tough. But I did have a lot. You know, I did used to go, I used to go to the conventions, Happy Meal toy conventions. And, like, it was such a thrill, you know, to find the one piece that you were looking for for, you know, three years and yeah. I had it all displayed. And, and then when I got the kids, <laughs> then I got the kids um, <laughs> and yeah. they were all would grab at them. So we, we, we got that uh, for charity. We sold that, but yes, yeah. I just am overwhelmed with the kind of spirit of America that doesn't follow through, but yet are selling us the image. And that is like Walmart, you know, everybody's happy at Walmart. Everyone's happy. And if Disney reopens, Everyone should boycott Disney. No. Oh. I was going to say everyone at Walmart's happy except the people buying the shit that guy licked. But, uh, okay. Ugh. I know, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Um, I think, I, I'm so thrilled we got to do this. I think you know my tiny baby nephew, Paul Fitzgerald, who lives in New York. Do you know Yes, him? I do know him. Give him a, that's your real nephew? That's my real nephew. You give him a... Wow. Because I know he knows you and loves you, and I, you can give him a, a, a six-foot-away hug for me. Six foot hug. So listen, when you quit, did you go to a meeting or did you just do it on your own? No, I, well, I, had a, long story. I just, I had some little surgery and I did a health reset anyway. And then I was like, oh, I kind of like this. And it just, same you did, just health reset. And I kind of liked it. And I, I, I'm not saying I'll never have a glass of wine, but I think it's, um, you know, I don't know. It, it just felt better for now. And I think everybody does their own path. If you need a meeting or you need a program, that's great. And if right. my, I had a friend that quit entirely and then was able to to drink in much more moderation and he's kind of been my spirit animal so i may do that we'll see yeah right yeah yeah you know it's really um interesting i've been i have some friends and we all get on a zoom at night yeah. you know for like what is our cocktail hour but of course i'm drinking iced tea and a lot of them are saying tea. They've been that's drinking... me the herbal tea that's... yeah herbal tea that's me yeah. they were saying that they think that um now I lost my train of thought because that's how it is when you're old. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, that that they're all saying that they're drinking too much during this. Yeah. That they find themselves, you know, drinking a lot. And I find myself 
eating any sugar that's in the house. Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing, Rosie. I think that was the other thing is then when this started, I thought, well, this isn't a good fucking time because I live alone. I'm single. I'm like, don't start drinking. Wine. You know, you're in quarantine and alone. Like, you know, so I think it, it's just stuff. Yeah. It's, and I know because I know you talked about not having biological kids because you have a history of alcoholism and cancer in your family. And Yeah. And I also knew that, you know, since my mom died so young, it was this teacher in school at a public school who really showed me what love and family was and that it doesn't take blood. And, you know, so I knew there were children in need. I mean, some of my siblings get mad when I say that on interviews, yeah. that I didn't want to fish in our gene pool. They're like, what the fuck does that say about me and my kid? I'm like, I'm sorry. I was just <laughs> living my own experience for a second without filtering yours in, like always. <laughs> exactly. Rosie, this has been so great. I, I you know, I, it's it's amazing, too, right? Like, everybody's doing this. People you haven't connected with in forever, and we've right. known each other forever. I've just adored you forever, and I thought, like, it is amazing how we're making connections in so many ways that we haven't made. So let's not make it so long next time. I'm just, uh, I love you politically and just... Uh, uh, your, well, your talent mutual. is uh, enormous. It really is mutual, Steph. You've done such a great thing. And I always think sometimes, you know, it's frivolous to do comedy sometimes without a socially relevant context. And to be able to do politics like you do has always been, uh, you know, something I've really admired, to be able to be in there slugging it out day and day with this horrific administration. So you carry on with your bad self. Oh, you too, honey. Listen, you've always done that too. You've always given back. You've always like worked for causes and you've made a lot more money than I have at it. And so I, you are my spirit animal, Rosie O'Donnell. All right. When Love this you. is done, we'll go do a tour together, ha you and me. Yeah, let's do it. Happy tea. Happy tea hour. Happy, happy hour Thank with tea. You. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Rosie. very much. Great to see you both. Love Thanks, you, Rosie. Rosie. Love you. Bye-bye. Am I the only one in the middle of this crisis, boys, that is thinking, if we all could spread a little sunshine, if we all could think before we strike? It's only Maybe you. I was the only one in high school that was in Pippin. Okay, here's my point. <laughs> Just you. Yes. You're the only one who's feeling You're that the way You're the only right one who's right seen Plex Pippin. Plexiderm <laughs> is a little bottle of sunshine. I know we have so few things that can make us feel good. Mm -hmm. I know it seems like, right, this is not your number one thing you'd be thinking of, but we all have those worry lines and frown yes, lines. Yes. And crow's feet, wrinkles, bags. And if you know how little of Plexiderm you need, to make yourself feel a thousand percent better, you do a little like a, the t tip of a pin. That's right. how much you need under each eye, and they, they they magically they until we get through this, it just makes you feel a little better, feel a little more confident. And we've we've all been on Facetime and Skype a lot yes. lately. People and... actually are on social media more yes. because yes. of the quarantine. You're on camera more. You're and in that's pictures not the best more. Light. Yeah, those cameras are not flattering. You're, so you got to do everything you can. Everyone's <laughs> doing FaceTime and Zoom yes. and Skype with their families, right? Even me, yeah, my technologically impaired family. I just sold it to my sister. That's what kind of mercenary I am. <laughs> How do you look so but good I on Skype? Be, if it worked, if it worked, right? If it didn't work, I wouldn't, right? Yeah. I wouldn't tell my sister it works if it doesn't. No. Libby, Libby, listen to me. Plexiderm.com. It's a clinically studied serum. It does work. Uh, use my code VOICES. Go to Plexiderm.com. If you type in VOICES, you get 50% off plus an additional $10 off. That's right, 50% off and an extra 10 bucks off. Just do a little something for yourself. Take care a little of yourself. 1-800-685-1292 and mention the code VOICES. Plexiderm back by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Why not? Triplexiderm.com. Use the code VOICES at checkout. That's Triplexiderm.com. Type in VOICES. Across California, school food professionals are using their skills to develop recipes that incorporate fresher ingredients and more scratch cooking. 
Learn how they're cooking up change at schoolfoodpros.org. Grant provided by California Community College's Chancellor's Office.